Good afternoon, I'm Jordan Peoples, and Marvel Sucks. I'm Cade Weiberg, and no it doesn't, welcome to Marvel Sucks versus No It Doesn't, the all-encompassing podcast regarding Marvel, Glengarry Glen Ross, mm -hmm. the shitty, shitty DC films, including uh, Batman vs. Superman, um... Uh, so much Suicide Batman Squad, a lot of a lot of those, and mm -hmm. uh, Wonder Woman was not so great. There's an ep on that. Check that out. It's better you, than some Marvel films. Uh, ooh, ooh, not. It absolutely really. was. Even you no. couldn't say it was better or worse than the Hulk. It is better than the. Uh, no, it's not better than the Hulk. It is better. It might Hulk. be. Absolutely better. Than I the don't Hulk. like it better than the Hulk. I do remember saying it was a better made movie than. I said it was as good as Thor 1, as a movie making, uh, mm. as a movie made. Yeah. No, which you disagreed with. You gave yeah, it a 4.25. Right. Which is probably, I think, what you gave Infinity War, unless that was I, I'd say it was, like, on par with, like, Iron Man. No. Yeah. The Chief. Who? <laughs> the horrible Indian character. Uh, never mind. We, this is a podcast. This is an episode. Oh, yeah, Check that. it out. We did the episode. Mm -hmm. um, so before we get started, uh, what was our last step? We did a Stanley tribute episode not yeah, too long that's ago. That's the last one. This dropped. is this is our seasonal Christmas episode. Yeah. Merry Christmas to our listeners, all mm -hmm. seven million and fifteen. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Halloween. For those of you who celebrate that late. That is also on the table. Mm -hmm. Please. Uh, if you're one of those two-month Halloween type people. <laughs> oh, be sure to let us know. I guess it's really be three months. Because I assume yeah. if you're going to be celebrating Halloween on the 25th, you were probably also celebrating it on the 25th of October. Yes. Probably all October. Your schedule. Hey, it's Halloween somewhere. Am yeah. I right? <laughs> That's how time works. Uh, so anyway, Jordan, it's mm -hmm. been a few weeks since our last ep. Uh, yep. How have you been? Uh, pretty good. Yeah. You know, keeping busy, not yeah. watching basically any movies. Zero movies because of Movie Pass. Uh, yeah, going I under. watched uh, the movie Akira, Don't which know what is, that is it's like a, um, a Japanese animated film from I feel like the late '80s or early '90s. I'm not mm. exactly sure, but it's a very influential, and it's like the animation's crazy and the story's like bananas. Huh. But it's really good. But there are zero. Marvel people in it. Absolutely none at all. Okay, yeah. But I would enough. I would not be surprised if, it, at least visually, there are some references to Akira just somewhere throughout the VFX in Marvel. Just because it was like a super... I don't know. It was a very influential film. Especially mm. to people that are like... Like in terms of the composition of like animation sure. and stuff like that. Well, Which I imagine influenced <laughs> some of the people that are doing CGI now. Mm -hmm. I'll be the judge of that. Yeah. When I don't see this movie. Yeah, I, I don't see you uh, ever watching it. Um, I saw Widows, hmm. which was pretty good. It was uh, the same person who wrote Gone Girl, the hmm. book. Um, I like Gone Girl a lot more. Hmm. But it was a very well-made film. The story was very compelling. The acting was very great. Um a lot of good stuff there. What else did I see? I saw two movies back-to-back -back with... Oh, I watched another movie. Okay. Friday. You've never seen Friday. Never the seen Friday. The Ice Cube... Uh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, Chris Tucker. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was impressed by on it. On Netflix? I, yeah. Yeah. That oh, was a real fun movie. Yeah. We actually showed that at the theater not too long ago. Oh, yeah? Yeah, in March. Yeah. 
No, it's back when I was living in Atlanta and I was working at the dog place. Mm-hmm. My coworkers were like, I can't believe you've never seen this. You have to see this movie. Uh-huh. And it took me a mere three years yeah. to get around to That's doing it. That's how long it. it took you to start this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe even longer. Because you I, know, I take my horrible. time with things. Yeah. I don't you rush really into do. something as, as serious as a film. <laughs> no, you, <laughs> you do take a lot of time. As soon as I tell you something... You say, that's nice, put it on the back burner for 18 months, and then you tell me as if you discovered it for the first time 18 months later when you watched it. Sure. Have you heard about this film Iron Man? We should do a podcast about these. Pretty sure that never came <laughs> To up. quote Jordan Eleanor Peoples. Yeah. <coughs> Today, oh, that was a terrible moment where you were drinking and I was coughing. <laughs> like, just a terrible sound for anyone listening. Um... Or a, or a great ringtone opportunity <laughs> if somebody wanted a little notification. This is how um, the two guys dying. Yeah, I'm drinking water, doesn't. In fact, that gives you life. Who knows? Why are you coughing? Are you sick, bud? No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you can tell me after. It's okay if you're, if you're, if you're yeah. confident, you know, if you don't want to say it on the <clears throat> podcast. Oh. What is that, chicken? No, it's you, just like. You well. got a chicken bone in your neck? I think it was because it was spicy or something. Mm, you do no, like I don't feel food. like it's it's spicy in my mouth right now. It's just uh, like a tickle in my throat. So you, I was at the gym earlier today, mm-hmm. and you texted me. We were yeah. scheduled to pod at 4 o'clock. Yep. And you said, I want to do this pod early. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm at the gym. I'm working on my glutes, my yeah. lats, yeah. my flats, my, flats, <laughs> my jats, uh-huh. um, my plats. Um and don't you, brag about how much you know you about know, muscles. Hey, hey, <laughs> call me. They call me uh, Mr. Muscleman. <laughs> yep, <laughs> Mr. Muscleman. Uh, I did learn from our mutual friend Joey Bunn, who was a gym rat oh, in, yeah. in college. He's been on the show, fan of the show, guest of the show, mm-hmm. um, all the above. And he taught me all those terms. Yeah, flats, glutes, glutes, splats, glutes, splats, spats, spats. Spats are like on your shoes. Yeah, you don't want to get spats. No, that, those are bad gym etiquette. Uh, anyway, so I was working out, you know, getting my, my muscles all mm-hmm. ready to go yeah. for a night out on the town on this uh-huh. fine Tuesday. Wednesday. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> and you said, let's do this now. Mm-hmm. I saw Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Uh, and you didn't tell me how it was because that's one of the rules of the show. I don't right. know your opinion going into these Marvel films. Yep. Um, and I said, okay, I'm going to go get some Taco Bell and I'll meet up. Mm-hmm. At my house, at the agreed upon disclosed location. Yeah. And we came here, and I said, let's watch the Avengers trailer. You watched a good half of it. Yeah. And then you uh, dropped chicken on your legs, and yeah. you were looking at your pants for 90 seconds of the trailer, <laughs> and I had to rewind it because you missed a lot of crucial yeah. info. This is an important thing to know about me, and I, I mean important. Yeah, no, very I spilled so. food on myself all the time. I've never seen it happen before. Oh, it happens all Only when you're watching Marvel No, content. you have seen it happen. Mm-hmm. Remember when we were driving back from my sister's wedding, uh, and I got yeah. a Wisconsin buttery? Wisconsin buttery. Yeah. Got butter on my pants. You, should we tell the viewers what that is? It's a burger with butter. With a slab of butter on it uh, yeah. that you thought was cheese. It was definitely more butter than I was expecting because <laughs> it was just They really drowned it in butter. Yeah. But how savory. Oh, unbelievably <laughs> savory. Too savory in fact. Yes. By the end of that sandwich you're feeling a bit gooey. Yeah, it's not great. Uh so this is our first Christmas app. I don't think we did. We did Star Wars last year, but that was kind of after the holidays. Yeah. Um so, 
we were kind of discussing what to do for Christmas. And then, as if Kevin Feige himself, the Marvel god, creator man, mm-hmm. gave us Into the Spider-Verse, even though he technically didn't. This is Sony. This is yeah. Amy Pascal, the producer of Sony. And we decided to do a Spider-Verse podcast yeah. with a little hint of Christmas. Just a touch. Just a touch of the holiday cheer. I mean, unless you have anything extra to say about Christmas, that might be all we talk about it. Uh, this, there's that Spider-Man joke album in the movie that's about Christmas. That's true. That's enough. That you, Okay, great. Done. What was your favorite Christmas present as a child? Mm, the best Christmas present The best present Christmas present got. you ever received. Drum set. That's it? Not love? No, drum set. <laughs> okay. What, drum set was great. What, where'd you get a drum set? From my parents. How old were you? Uh, nine or ten. Where were you living? Uh, Birmingham, Alabama. What was your street address? 4920 Branch Mill <laughs> Circle. I don't live there now. Well, the care. drum kit might still be there. Get on it, fans. Nope. It's gone? Yep. Do you take it with you? It's in Atlanta. I noticed At you- an undisclosed location. <laughs> Until they move. Yeah. And then I'll tell you. <laughs> but you did mention that, well, I've noticed this about you. You yep. don't play drums. Well, I did for a long time. So is it really that good of a gift? Well, it's what got me into guitar, which you know I still play. I do, but you wouldn't you say your guitar would be the best gift? Mm, my guitar was also a pretty great gift, especially my acoustic, was which you, I've a couple seen you years play a later. Lot. Yeah, but the drum set was the beginning of all of it. And it was it was the impetus into music. And it's a nice way to start in music because, you know, you don't have to actually know music theory or anything. That's true. About how notes work. You just play. Just banging on on some, on some yeah. and Tupperware. And I bad for a long, long time. Never had lessons or anything, so I was just kind of figuring it out. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's how a lot of musicians are when they start out. Yeah. That's just the way it goes. Yeah. Um, drum kit, really. Yeah. What about you? What's your best? I for one Christmas, I woke up, this was ninth grade, mm-hmm. uh, I woke up with a fever, so not an ideal start to Christmas, Yeah. but okay. I knew what I was getting, like I had all my gifts lined out. Mm-hmm. I got a PS3, mm-hmm. a PlayStation 3, for those of you who don't know the abbreviation, mm-hmm. um, and my parents got me that, and my grandparents got me Rock Band 1, the oh, wow. all-encompassed bundle with all the instruments and everything, which truly started my musical journey, as you know. Um, In fact, uh, as you were there, we just hosted a uh, rock band Mm -hmm. party at our local brewery. And I attended. You did attend. It was quite good. I sang... Uh, uh, We sang Keep On Loving You by REO Speedwagon. Yeah. I sang... The Smiths, This Charming Man. This Charming Man, Accidentally In Love. Oh, yes. That's such a good song. There's one I'm missing... That I, you know, totally crushed. <laughs> oh, Brandy. Oh, Brandy. Who could forget Brandy? Yeah, of course. According we have to, to m- mention on this According to Ego. Yes. Yeah. That was, and that was the last one we mentioned. <clears throat> the greatest composition mankind has ever created. I think created. I might have done one more, but I don't remember. Huh. It'll come back to us halfway through the mm-hmm. Spider-Verse. Yeah. Um, but a good time. If you're ever in the... The Charlottesville region. Yeah. And you're not a guest on this show, because Mm -hmm. odds are if you're traveling this far, it's to be a guest on this show and talk about Marvel. Um, Come out to Reason Reason Brewery, Brewery, Mm -hmm. which is where we host the rock band events, best beer in town. Um, So discussing uh, Marvel stuff, we had a very interesting week uh, two weeks ago, right after the Stan Lee one, um, Mm. right after we dropped that. 
we had the release of Captain Marvel trailer, mm-hmm. and we had... I haven't seen that. Oh, well. <laughs> Who cares? Okay, well, that was great. Looks exciting. We will be going to see it opening night, and even if I have to buy your ticket now, which it probably <laughs> means that I will based on that face you just made. Um, also, with so I have Sanemia, as I mentioned, uh-huh. the mm-hmm. knockoff movie pass, yep. which is basically movie pass, except it's more, more expensive, expensive, and there's like, you have to pay $1.50 every time you see a movie. So there's fees. But I don't think I can make that money back. But <laughs> I think I stay in the red on that one. You can see IMAX, which are $20. So if you're seeing, I know there's not as many IMAX movies, and you're probably not going to see some stupid bullshit like Phantom Thread in IMAX. Ugh. But you can see IMAX, and that's how you make your money back. Mm-hmm. Or you can do, Kyle did like, he paid for a year in advance, and he gets, it was $9 a month if he paid for a whole year, hmm. which is pretty good. Well, but he can only I see three movies a month. I do seeing as many movies as I was. I know. Well, see, I used... I didn't think about this. I had, like, two days off, and I saw Overlord, which was not super great. Mm-hmm. It was okay. It was a fun drinking beer movie, watching zombies. Yeah. It was a movie pass movie. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. And then I saw Widows, and I saw one other movie that came out around that time. Do you know other stuff that is out two weeks ago? Hmm. Stuff that I would have wanted to see. I don't know. I think since I haven't had a movie pass, I've just dropped out of the game. Completely. You haven't been to the theater. Except for Spider-Verse. Yeah. Which you did pay to see. No. You didn't. Seth bought my ticket. (laughs) You're just mooching off people. Well, he had a gift card. Okay, what's going to be my excuse for Captain Marvel? Yeah. Will, are, do you want, am I going to have to pay for your Captain Marvel ticket? Because if you remember, we did mention over the Mm. summer, last summer... Or 2017, when we started this, you're like, we were still in phase one, and you're like, if you want me to see these in theaters, you will have to pay me <laughs> or pay for the movie. And I said, okay, fine. Then Movie Pass came out, yeah. saved my ass <laughs> at least three times anyway. Yeah. Um, so I guess that deal is technically still on the table. Yeah, I mean. Which one w- will you pay to see Avengers 4? Like, I'm just, wa- I'm just finding out where your priorities are with paying to see things. Oh, man. See, the thing is, if we weren't doing this podcast, yeah. the chances that I go see this movies are pretty low. If we weren't doing the podcast. Yeah, if we weren't doing the podcast, I, mean, I might never see Avengers 4. You don't have any I curiosity? Might, I might never know how that story involves. <laughs> you don't have... That's literally going to be what everyone is talking about for the entire month of May, and you don't want any part of it? Your parents I mean, will be talking about that movie. I, I, I could wait for it to come out on DVD. <laughs> Are you going to watch the DVD? And then, and then wait for that DVD to get so old that it's in the dollar bin. <laughs> and then buy it from the dollar bin. You really bin. don't care about the outcome of this. You don't. I understand if you're like, I wouldn't pay post-Avengers 4. Although then Spider-Man 2 is coming out and I think you would want to see that. Yeah, maybe. Would, would you pay to see Homecoming 2? <laughs> I'm also not that interested in it. I mean, in I'll Homecoming pay too, or I'm like whatever, but but without the podcast, without the podcast not, probably not. You wouldn't. Yeah, that's interesting. I just I'm trying to think that you know I've been trying to get you into Marvel this whole time. I, I bought you a not, Thor mug. You still like, use it. I'm I'm fine with these movies, but I'm not hooked by these movies. What would it take to hook you? Are you hooked in any franchises? I think this is just... Right now I'm listening to an audiobook that I'm pretty hooked on. Okay. It's The Stormlight Archive by Brandon Sanderson. <laughs> you are so horrible. <laughs> it's really interesting. As a person. It's actually, the writing itself 
So the, the, the thing that irritates me most mm-hmm. is he'll have a character and then describe them as funny. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the jokes they tell will be so wordy. It's like no one ever told him brevity is, like, the soul of wit. That's he'll just true. be like, here is a quote. clever thing, and it is clever for this reason. Therefore, I have fooled you. Ha! <laughs> that's pretty like, funny. <laughs> so you don't like the way he tells jokes. Yeah, that's my main crit. He's a great storyteller and a f- fantastic at world building. Like, you know how... Game of Thrones yeah. has like all those like different yes. world building elements. Almost and you, too you many. Can, you can explore them however deep you want. I'd say Brandon Sanderson, his worlds are less gritty, mm-hmm. but they're more Built. diverse. Like they're just like it's such an a strange so it's universe. More childhood. Like like the all the animals are different. Like it's like a completely different like annihilation. It's like an yeah, it's like an alien planet where it's like everything just evolved differently hmm. and the rules are different and physics aren't like physics like he just everything's broken down and rebuilt. Physics aren't physics, you say? Yeah, like uh, like annihilation. It's it's like if magic was real and it, it was affecting everything. But you're saying it's more of a youthful book. You said less gritty. Less gritty, but not really. It's still complicated. It's just I think he's a Mormon writer, so he uh, shies away from so like that kind like of no sexual sex stuff. And violence. Yeah. No, there's a lot of violence. A lot of violence. Yeah, the Mormons I mean, are okay with it. It's not explicitly described, but there's a lot of violence and there's a lot of like complicated bad things that happen. It's just it's really just the sex thing, which is kind of frustrating because it's like. What are they doing in the in the bed in their sleeping bags? <laughs> well, it's just like why be such a prude about this? I, that you can't even write about it. Uh, yeah, I don't. know. But otherwise, very good books. Otherwise, anyway, that's good. what I've been up to, and so, I'm very hooked on that. Ha- very hooked. Yeah. So, like, you would be upset if if you had to choose, hit a button that deleted one of these two things from the the universe. Yeah. Or deleted the making of these mm-hmm. two things. You delete the rest of this book, and it's gone. You delete the edit of Avengers 4, and it's gone. Well, see, now it's a, my actions are affecting other people. Correct. And a lot more people get enjoyment out of the Marvel movies. Correct. Than, including your best friend. Yeah. I personally would rather have the Stormlight Archive around. Okay. okay. But I probably... Huh? The same time, though... I really want to stick it to those corporate fat cats. <laughs> and they're not that making that not. much bank off the Stormlight Archive, but they're making cash dollar bills off Marvel. <laughs> yeah. So, Billions of cash dollar bills. Yeah. Screw them. So you would delete it. Yeah. You're, oh. Gone. How dare you? <laughs> yep. Oh. So you would pay to listen to this audiobook in a theater. Like $10 <laughs> at a time. What an absurd way to consume yeah, content. I I'm not consuming it. You are. I mean, I'd pay like... As much as a movie ticket is. Say this is in the theater. But that's not how much it costs. How much? How many hours of content? Like 48. All right. So it's like a, there's that much in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So you're paying for these Yeah, except as these, these cost like $40 mm-hmm. if you buy them alone or $15 if you have a subscription to Audible, who's not paying us. <laughs> <laughs> Audible, you know, get on it. Start listening. Audible.com slash Marvel sucks, sucks versus, versus no, no it doesn't. doesn't. Underscore. <laughs> underscore this is Jordan. Yeah. Hashtag balls, balls out. <laughs> uh, so you, but this is like a universe. So you're saying there's an Iron Man character-ish. And there's a Star Lord character, a Hulk character, and they all meet up at some point. Uh it is a lot of different characters who do come together. Okay, so like a Marvel Cinematic Universe. 
uh, I mean, it's not cinematic. Actually, I was thinking this today while mm-hmm. listening to it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I hope they never make a movie of this. <laughs> like, I just don't want to see it. Never. Yeah. What if it's really good? What if Peter Jackson directs? Because nah, there's just like... The director of The Hobbit. Like, there's one thing where you see a movie and then you read the book. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much always fine. Like... You see the movie before the book? Well, like, if I saw Lord of the Rings and read Lord of the Rings, yeah. oh, I wouldn't... Yeah. It, it's whatever. But, but if, if you, you see read the it movie, and then yeah, you see it, it's always kind of sh- terrible. Yeah. It's okay. You can say shit <laughs> on the podcast. You've done it before. No way. <laughs> we'll rewind back. We'll find some footage. I'm just asking you, mm-hmm. do you like this book because it's cheap? No. Okay, so you would pay... I like it because it's, it's more in-depth. Okay, so if you saw three parts of this per year for about two hours apart, and it cost the t- price of ticket to go into a theater, and you're sitting there... And you're looking at a blank screen with the audio coming through. I will say part of the thing that is that makes it so much more attractive as a storytelling medium is that you have so much more time to go into it. So there's three of these audiobooks so far. The first one's 45 hours. second one's 48 hours. The next one's 55 hours. Oh, my God. That's so much time to tell a story. Yes. Like you Too can, much. You can, nah, it's, it's <laughs> the perfect amount. But I'm saying- and also, this is planned to be a 10-part series. Where does he find the time? And, and he also finished the Wheel of Time series, which is like a, another big fantasy series. Does he series. just write all day? And then he this isn't his only series. And drink alcohol and coffee? I don't think he drinks alcohol or coffee because he's Mormon. <laughs> <That's>, okay. <laughs> but uh, he's... He also has this, a series called the Mistborn Trilogy, which okay. is a trilogy of trilogies. It'll be nine books. That he already made? He has three of them done. How long did all this take? I don't know. He, he is incredibly prolific. So... By the time, I'm just saying, by the time the Marvel comes out with all of, you know, when the MCU is yeah. done in, like, 2930, mm-hmm. in the year 2930 AD. Yeah. Uh, It'll never be done. They'll always be making this. Yeah, you think they'll still have <laughs> yeah. them coming? Yeah. As long Maybe. as they make a dollar, they'll spend a dollar. How long do you think it'll go? Probably have to make $2 to spend $1. Yeah, well, otherwise it's yeah. not. Well, they're making... Way more than I think they probably spent. They've made five billion. Yeah, and they've probably spent two and a half billion. Hmm. Probably over eighteen movies. That seems realistic, but who could know for sure? Hmm. Robert Downey Jr. has walked off with half of that two and a half billion. Hmm. Pretty sweet. Anyway, anyway, uh, what are we talking? I about? was talking about your or book. You Would you pay? Yeah, you didn't answer. Okay, yeah, you just wandered off. Well, I was thinking. About the book. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. What? <laughs> my question is, would you go into a movie theater yeah. and pay $13 at a time to listen to this audiobook? No. So it's the money. It's no. the fact that you can stream no. it all. No, it's because it's also the convenience of taking it wherever I want. So not it's not the story. But it is also the story. <laughs> so you don't like mm-hmm. the movie going experience. I love the movie going experience. I'm just, but you the want it to be free. The stories are just worse. You just want it to be free. Also, I don't like my, and this is, it's contrary to, like, I like the idea of a huge world building, long epic. Like the Marvel the Cinematic Universe. Novel. But in film, I like self-contained stories generally. Hmm. Like, obviously, there's exceptions. Like I mentioned Lord of the Rings earlier. Yeah. Those are great. Those but are great. I really do prefer just a story. 
Yes. That's why, like, Homecoming is one of my favorite Marvel movies. Because yeah. while it does connect to stuff, it is just a story. It is self-contained. Which yeah. is why I'm curious if you'll see Homecoming 2 Where something like Avengers podcast. is, like, it's so oh. built on everything else that it, I, I'm All interested in it less. All Act 3. All Act 3. Yeah. So great. How are, like Ragnarok, like all the best Marvel movies to my mind are the ones that are the most separate. Yeah. Hmm. Ragnarok has the Hulk in it though, and both of them end up on the planet because of the mistakes that they made in previous. Well, I guess just Hulk Thor. You kind of find out how he yeah. ends up there. That's interesting. Yeah. So Captain Marvel opening night. And it's will... just like the world building in Marvel. Like if I really wanted world building in Marvel, I'd be reading comics, not watching the movies. There's a lot more world building there. Yeah. And also the world building is, an in- is interesting because it's still Earth. So far. We're yeah. about to get into cosmic territory. I mean, it's like Asgard and stuff. Yeah. I, and, you know, Titan. Yeah. Thanos' world where he's now a farmer, as we saw in the trailer. Anyway, Perfect I think, I segue think it's... to the trailer. Okay. I was going to say we got to get to Homecoming, but we'll... We're not even first. talking about Homecoming today. So, all right. First we talk trailer, then we talk uh, Homecoming, I mean. then we talk Spider-Verse. <laughs> all right. So, starting with yeah. the trailer, the Avengers 4 trailer. Yeah. Got to be honest, I don't care at all about this. Zero. Well, I mean, I think like, once the hype uh, builds back up, because you were, you I'm were. Tony, I'm lonely. <laughs> oh, is this how he's going to go? He's going to die in space alone? Is he? He's no. been through, and you probably didn't notice this, he's wearing the exact same outfit from when he was in the cave with Jensen, making the Iron Man armor for the first time. What about Jensen? Is he a guy I can Jensen is dead. Oh, can he save Jensen? Yeah. In the first one. I was referencing the musical that we haven't released yet. Oh, God. Yeah. I forgot about that. And what about Jensen? Yeah, you should release that. Nope. (laughs) Tease it. (laughs) Lead it up to uh, the Captain Marvel Mm -hmm. pod. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so... He's wearing that. That's a very poetic. That movie came out 11 years ago when this movie comes poetic. out. Poetic. That's beautiful. That's great storytelling. Mm. I will say, as far as teaser trailers go, because yeah. I think Infinity War teaser gave away far more plot details than this. I think this was a perfect teaser. Because, one, I think everything that we saw in this Avengers 4 teaser trailer will happen within the first five minutes of the movie. Maybe yeah, 10 probably. minutes. Like, Tony Stark is going to be in space. He gave that very well-organized speech. The mood, mood music is in the background. But then they'll him and Nebula will be rescued by something. Definitely be rescued. Hawkeye was in it, which is yes. the other notable thing. He, he is was, now Ronan. His and he looks steamed. Alter ego. He looked, he looked peed. So one of the theories is they are doing time traveling. That has been confirmed. They are time traveling in some capacity. We don't know how much or to when or how it will be used, but time travel will be in the film. Some people are suggesting that they use the quantum realm to go into parallel universes and they get the best version of the hero from each parallel universe or one universe where they didn't die. So they huh. get You think they got that idea from Into the Spider-Verse? No, because that had not come out yet when they were mm. writing this. Maybe so. It's, But, I mean, that is something in comic books. There's parallel universes. Yeah. That's why the world building with comics is kind of weird, because they do build one world, but then they start... Like, Spider-Man is a comic series. Amazing Spider-Man is a comic yeah. series. There's, well, and then they're always reset and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, once you kill off, like, the villains never die, and if they do, then you're missing that villain, and they have to redo the whole comic franchise. Yeah. So, these movies the greatest contribution to entertainment in the 21st century. No, they aren't. What is? 
who cares? <laughs> it's these movies until you can think of Ugh. something better. I prefer if if you're talking about influential no media, I would say Game of Thrones has like it is just it's with such a phenomenon. It's too much sex. Like but, your Mormon writer but says. But it's so it's so pervasive. Like everyone's talking about Game everyone's of Thrones. Everyone's talking about Marvel. You think more people are I'm, talking about Game of Thrones than Marvel? In my circles, absolutely. What are your circles as opposed to mine? Like my family and friends. I'm your friend. Yeah, and you're the only one that talks to me about Marvel. <laughs> That's not true. You, Seth, and Alex. <laughs> and, and, and your parents. Talk, they don't have And your no sister. Idea. My sister has And no your, idea. your nephew, JJ. Yeah, JJ's always gabbing on about oh, these He loves guys. Marvel. Yeah. Marvel sucks versus no, it doesn't. His favorite podcast. <laughs> uh, so there's a theory that Ronan, he, they will go into another universe and get Ronan. I don't really like this theory. I think... I think it's just going to be super mad Hawkeye because his family's dead and he cared about his family. And he's like, I'm like a bit more edgy now. And I'm back, and I've got a bow, but I'm also this guy. As a, well, he has a sword now. And a sword. <laughs> I don't think he, Ronan uses a bow. As but much. he could if he needed to. Maybe. That's just kind of weird. You don't think he'd be going after Thanos? Sure. So he might be, but Thanos is nowhere to be found. Maybe he just I mean, he's just a guy. How is he supposed to be That's Thanos? That's true. <laughs> a lot of guys tried. Yeah, and they all failed yeah. because they were just so emotional. Hey, he's been through a lot, yeah. Mr. Lord. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mr. Lord. Star-Lord is fine. Yeah. That's such a great line. What a great movie. Let's go to Spider-Verse now. I want to talk about Wait, So you're movie. not hype about the trailer at all? No. Zero. Yep. I See, I think the hype will turn on when the movie gets... Close to release. I, I remember the week before Infinity War, you were borderline excited. And I know you're not, you're incapable of any emotions, really. <laughs> but excitement especially. I think I'll be interested when I'm in the theater. Like, because that was, I think, the most hype I had ever been for anything. No. And we played chess for three hours in our seats <laughs> at the theater. Just yeah. waiting for it to happen. Yeah, I would say that, like... Not so much of my own anticipation, but you could tell that like all everybody the else's. Yeah, they were just like, "Ooh, I can't believe what's gonna happen." I like that guy yelling, "No!" When Spider Man dies. Oh, I like that. Heartbreaking. You liked that when Spider Man died? No, I like that the guy yelled. Oh, okay. I think it's funny that it had that big of a. Yeah, on all of us, really. Yeah, that's so you would never react to TV. Oh, speaking of Into the Spider Verse, the mm -hmm. kid behind me in yeah. this oh. loved it. Yeah, but he was just like, I, this is a thing kids kind of do a lot, mm -hmm. where it's like something obvious is happening, and then they feel the need to like explain it as if their parents don't understand. How old was this kid? Like, older than should be doing this. He's oh. like 11. Oh, that might and, have been me. <laughs> and this, and so it's like he gets bit by the spider, and he's like, the spider will give him powers. It's like, uh, cool, thanks, kid. <laughs> well, you didn't know that, and you're in his defense. He was just talking so loud, and his dad was just like, oh, really, huh? And it's like, why are you speaking full volume? Do you not understand what a movie theater is, <laughs> that there are other people here? Although, that probably benefited you. You know very little about the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Do you it even was, know who Peter Parkster is? <laughs> I don't think you know. I know who Peter B. Parker is. Uh, so, all right, do you want to talk about this movie? Yeah, let's talk all about right. this movie. I'm going to give this movie. Mm -hmm. When five. when Cade was texting me about this, he said it was. I better said it was than better every Pixar except movie except Inside Out. Yeah, and I will I crazy. Will, I will argue why. <laughs> I will argue 
definitively why, etc. Um, I would say, so I was on the fence. I was like, it's definitely better. I have to say it's better than Incredibles because it has superheroes in it. And that's really I, the I'd only reason. better than Incredibles. That's really the only reason I like Incredibles. I, I wouldn't say it's not better than any Pixar movies. So I was, I was thinking, so my top three are Inside Out, Incredibles, and Coco. Sure. And Incredibles is out because superheroes. This has that. So it's out. Coco is really good, really great, in fact, but it had that stupid Frozen short, so my theater experience was kind of nulled. But, again, great movie, great on Netflix to watch without the Frozen short. I wasn't crazy about the reveal that the villain in that movie was, like, his uncle or whatever. I thought the falling action was kind of lame. Everything else about that movie was incredible. The guitar playing, Mm. the music, the atmosphere, the 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 culture. The real emotional climax of the movie is when he plays the song for his grandmother after. Yes. But there is a section between close to the end till that that is a little weak. Yes. Agreed. So that's why I think this is better than that. And then Inside Out, I think, is just a perfect film all around. I can't really find any flaws with Inside Out. Mm -hmm. So I think that might be better than Spider-Verse. I'm going to give Into the Spider-Verse five and a half Avengers. Interesting. Making it... That's pretty high up. I really, really loved this movie. Yeah. It was great. I uh, thought the animation was just was super phenomenal. cool. Yeah. yeah. It was just like a comic book. Well, but like the it was it was a CGI animation style if it wasn't just straight Pixar too. Like it no, was like it was super it unique. Was, yeah, it had it, like they a did their own feel thing. to it. Yeah. I had never seen any movie visually like that. Yeah. Yeah, maybe Kubo and the Two Strings or whatever that mm-hmm. movie is. That seems like it had similar, but I never saw it. So yeah. My, uh, it, my statement stance. I was super impressed by the animation and all the little funny little, uh, like when they throw text boxes yeah. in or whatever, yeah. like uh, like little lines mm-hmm. uh, when someone got hit or something like that. Like it, it was, it seems like super painstakingly done. Oh. It seemed like it just so much effort yeah. to put together. I can't imagine. Yeah. They had to draw all of these. <laughs> yeah. By hand. Oh. Eight frames per second. Uh, but this movie starts out with... Miles Morales. There's also a lot more frames per second than that, typically. I don't think so. I mean, if you're animating on threes, then yeah. Yeah. Are you not? I wouldn't be. <laughs> not for a feature. Oh, okay. Well, that's how I do it. <laughs> um, Miles Morales is a normal kid with a troublemaker uncle who mm-hmm. he looks up to, uh, who was played by, uh, um, what's his face from Community? Donald Glover. Was it? Yeah. That was his uncle in uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Huh. That was, he said, I have a nephew, this is my name, and he gave him the name that is his uncle. Hmm. So, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, we could see Miles Morales become the Prowler. Interesting. He was a pretty cool villain. Um, so, Miles Morales is a young kid in school, gets put into a private school that he's not super into i guess he liked his yeah. other school better i'll say the the beginning of the movie i thought the pacing was a little quick like it was just like they have a lot through, of backstory to, yeah. to get through yeah i liked spider gwen stacy mm-hmm. uh she was a cool character they didn't really touch a lot on his school basically he just doesn't enjoy exactly it. like it was just like we have to tell you that he doesn't like his school yeah. and now we're gone from the school forever don't worry about it yeah like it'll we'll he'll be back in his dorm room later but yeah Oh, I mean, it wasn't really important to the yeah. plot. Uh, his father's a cop. Mm-hmm. I really love the scene where he drops him off at school 
and he's like, say I love you, mm-hmm. that's a copy. Mm-hmm. That was pretty funny. This movie was very funny. Yeah. I laughed a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically he goes into the steward. So you saw this a lot more recently than I did, so yes. let me know if I skip any beats. Mm-hmm. Um, he's hanging out with his uncle who is vandalizing stuff in the sewers. Yeah. And well, I mean, there's a radioactive I mean, no one's down there, there anyway, okay. so it's like... And he gets bitten by a spider mm-hmm. um, and gets the natural spider powers, except, uh, what is, is, he's not called Spider-Man, is he? I think he is, but he doesn't have web shooting powers. Yeah. Well, that's never a thing. You always have the web shooters. Spider-Man has web shooters. Yeah. Tobey Maguire had web shooting Well, what powers. I was confused, so I was thinking about this during the movie. Did they show the web shooters of the first Spider-Man? Yes. The Chris Pine Spider-Man? Was that Chris Pine? Yeah. I was wondering who that was. I was like, I thought it was Nick from New Girl. Because I, I thought it would be interesting if he he actually had spider powers and then the other one had to invent his spider things. So, just because like, there's been Spider-Man that yeah. done all of those. You have a point, and I think you might be on to something because Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, which is... Yeah. I, yeah, he had... he The bite gave him web mm-hmm. shooting ability. I mean, and the bite gave Miles Morales electricity powers and invisibility, so... It's like Venom. It's like a jellyfish thing. It's not like real electricity. I think that's just the way they drew it. Hmm. But, uh, and he can turn invisible, which was cool. Yeah. Um, very unique Spider-Man. But I think you're right, because Spider-Man does say, this is my story, and it is the story of Tobey Maguire's mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Yeah. Which is another Sony property. Yeah. So that very well could have been... I'm surprised they didn't do Tobey Maguire. Yeah. If you were going to connect it all, like, what do you think you have to lose by picking Tobey Maguire to be your Spider-Man? I guess they probably just didn't want to animate it to look like him. Did they show his face like, a lot? Oh, that's... But you showed yeah. the other guy's face, and they're supposed to look the same. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, so he fights the Kingpin, mm-hmm. who is uh, known from the Daredevil franchise. Leave Schreiber. That's who the Kingpin was? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I didn't know any of these voices. I was just like, I recognize a lot of these. Yeah. John Mulaney was in it. Yeah. That was great. Peter Porker. Peter Porker. Um, we'll get to him. Yeah. But uh, Spider-Man goes into the Kingpin's lair, and mm-hmm. he has to fight. Who else is there? He's fighting Reptile. I don't know who the speedy oh, guy Oh, Green is. Goblin. Oh, I guess the speedy guy's. What's his face? Speedy guy. Oh, Prowler. the Prowler? Yeah. Yeah, that was Prowler. I didn't know who that was at first. I didn't know until they... Gotcha. Yeah, you know, yeah, the reveal. Yeah. That's the Prowler, mm-hmm. and then the Green Goblin was, like, super yeah. big or whatever. Uh, and then he kills Spider-Man, mm-hmm. Peter Parker, uh, and simultaneously creates a several multiverses, or brings them mm-hmm. together, and a whole bunch of Spider-Men end up in the current timeline where Miles Morales is training to become a Spider-Man. And he doesn't know anything. He doesn't. He is just trying to fit in. For the majority of this movie, he basically doesn't know how yes. to be Spider-Man at all. Correct. Until, uh, I mean, there's the some end, training but elements. Skipping, yeah. But it's more of like a this is, personal revelation that gives him yeah, full power. And this that's was the, my one of my least favorite, my least favorite part of superhero movies is when they don't want to be the superhero. Mm-hmm. Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man He wanted to the whole time. No, it's, exactly. Yeah. So what I also am not crazy about is training montages when yeah. they're like learning their powers, like Ant-Man 1, where he's like yeah. trying to figure it out. Uh, this didn't have that, even no. though it had the same elements of a training, like he's still figuring out his powers. Mm-hmm. So I liked this a lot. I think this was well executed yeah. compared to how most uh, superhero movies Yeah, I thought this. it was funny the way the Spider-Man that came through the portal, mm-hmm. 
Peter B. Parker. Peter B. Parker. Uh, he, he was a very... Um, He's like slacker Spider-Man. Yeah. He's like, oh, this will be common when you're doing like one of these. It's like, yeah. oh, there's always a goober or yep. there's a, like, oh, normally the villain's not that bad or like yeah. this at this part or at this stage. Later it'll be tougher or something like that. Just the way he, he met a, talked about Spider-Man in a movie with multiple spider Yeah, it was, it was pretty great. funny. Yeah. I, all of his, he was my favorite character probably yeah. just because his dialogue absolutely killed me. It and kind I of reminded me of, uh, his character reminded me. Nick from New Girl. Of that guy in New Girl in Iron Giant, the cool Which guy, guy, the cool guy. I haven't seen Iron Giant since I was seven. Well, it's a great movie. It, well, I remember loving it when I was seven. Yeah, Anna, just the kind of his like lackadaisical, I'm cool, but also yeah. kind of a goober. Yeah, that's like one of the characters in that. Is like, okay. oh, man. Yeah, no, I liked, I loved his Spider Man a lot. Mm-hmm. He was like confident it would all work out, but he was also fat. And yeah. it's just like. Kind of like a Star Lord type, just. I thought it was also interesting that moment right before they put. I'm, we're going all over the place, yeah, this, yeah. but whatever. Yeah. Uh, where he was about to drop him back into the portal, mm-hmm. he's like, "I can handle this." Miles yeah. Morales said that. Yep. Uh, where he's like, "But what if I screw it up again?" Yeah. And then Miles was giving. I thought it was an interesting thing to include the character growth and insecurity of the mentor character. Yeah. As part of it, because a lot of the times you just like, like Tony Stark doesn't really get that. Like he, when he's shown as Spider-Man's mentor in the MCU, mm-hmm. he's not doing a lot of growing alongside him. He's not, maybe not doing. He's already none. grown, baby. Yeah, but it, it'd be more interesting if he like, if if you see that kind of like it's a reciprocal relationship. Well, you see that he doesn't want to lose Spider-Man, and he is being responsible. Yeah, I mean, he clearly cares about Spider-Man. Yes. But he doesn't learn anything. I don't think from he Spider-Man. needs to learn anything. I think Tony Stark is kind of all knowing. You're, you're a fanboy, though. Uh, well, I think he definitely didn't know everything in Iron Man One, but then he sort of figures out everything. Yeah. And then but he doesn't have more things to learn. Nope. No. He's done. Miles Morales Lazy. is a teenager. Yeah. So he has stuff to learn. Yeah. You're done learning. But it, at but it turns out Peter B. Parker did too. Was he not 18? No, he was like 30 something. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, I did like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, he, But that was just his universe, maybe. The universe is full of slackers. Everyone did. Did you recognize Nick fast. Cage's voice? Yes, that was awesome. <laughs> As Noir Spider-Man? Yes, I loved Noir Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, he was kind of the Drax kind of role. Yeah. Where it's bit. like, I'm funny, but I'm serious, and I don't get why I'm funny. Yeah. Which is, Which know. is Drax's shtick. Yeah. Uh, Multiple Spider-Men come into play. Uh, Nick from New Girl starts teaching Miles Morales how to be Spider-Man and swing, and they break into that facility. Uh, uh, what's her name? Is Doc Ock is a girl? Yes, or a woman in that uh, yeah. universe. Which I in, thought her tentacles were interesting. Yeah, looking. they were like, like not metal. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty interesting. Mm. I, I don't know much about that version of Doctor Octopus. Yeah. Um, I thought that was pretty good. That whole fight sequence was great when they're swinging the Kingpin's animation is just nuts. Uh, yeah, like, with his head, his tiny huge. head, yeah. and it's just large. But I think that was brilliant because in the comics, he is just a man. Yeah. And he's a large man, and he knows how to fight. Yeah. But it's just kind of like, how is he going up against Spider-Man in the comics? Like, yeah. Spider-Man has all these powers. I, I was definitely, there's a part, like, I'd be curious to know how he ended up the man that he is. Like, was he involved in some sort of weird freak accident that made him grow to be incredibly large? Not in the comics. Or in the Daredevil 2003 film, which we watched with uh, Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah. He's just inherently large. Yeah, but this man is large beyond human... <laughs> well, he is a cartoon character. Yeah, but 
generally in this movie, humans were there was like they a relative like normal humans. size. Yes. Yeah. Uh, n- and he was far beyond the standard yeah. of that. I really liked the Kingpin animation. Yeah. A lot. Um, and they fight off Doc Doctor Octopus in mm-hmm. or Pussette, whichever whatever her name is. Yeah. Um, the female Doc Oc mm-hmm. and uh, Val. Val, I don't think Viv. Viv, Viv. I think Viv. Viv. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, they fight off. Um, well, who was her? Who was her voice? I don't know. You don't? No, I didn't. I didn't. Seth was looking them up and then telling me oh, okay. for the ones I didn't know. Like I leave Schreiber. Yeah, I did not know Leave Schreiber. Yeah, but as soon as he said it, I was like, ah. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. Well, like I just did. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get away. They meet Emma Stone, or not Emma Stone. They meet Gwen Stacy, who is also. Emma Stone in another Spider-Man universe. Yeah. Um, her character was great. I love, because that, uh, she has that hair in some of the comics, Spider-Gwen, yeah. and I'm just like, I didn't piece it together that that was her in the hallway when he, like, ripped yeah. her hair out, so I thought that was very clever. Yeah. A clever way for hair design and origin mm-hmm. story, etc. Um, so that was really great. Um, and then they go find Aunt May. All of the other Spider-Men are there. Mm-hmm. Weird anime girl Spider-Man was kind of odd. I thought she was funny. I think it was... Yeah. I, I think if I had a problem with her character, it was that when her robot died, it was supposed to be like an emotional moment. And I was like, yeah. I'm just not attached enough to this character. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed the character. I thought her like moments were funny. And the animation was cute. But it yeah. was like... I was like, I don't feel that strongly about this robot. If yeah. the girl died, then maybe. Sure, yeah. And it was like the robot looking at the girl sad. Yeah. Then I'd be like, wow, that's kind of more metal. But yeah. I don't know. This way, meh. Uh, she can build a new robot. <laughs> she can build. And the and spider she came out because the spider was like the soul or like the what was operating yeah. the robot. So it's like, you're fine. There's there's so many Spider-Men. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure, like, if they, well, they probably will do a sequel. I can't imagine why they would not. Mm-hmm. Um, they, there are several other Spider-Verses to draw from. Yeah. Uh, so I like their choices. I love Peter Porker, John Mulaney. That's so ridiculous. And he's walking around with the Acme mallets and yeah. everything. Like, that's just hilarious. Yeah. He's a cartoon within a cartoon. He's a good voice for yeah. it, too. And he perfect voice. You could not yeah. have cast a better person for Peter Porker. Um, so, so all that stellar, uh, they meet up, Miles Morales is not, still not feeling it, um, and they're like, we don't want you to get hurt, so we're gonna go on this mission. I thought Aunt May was cool, we haven't talked about her. Oh, yeah. I thought Secret Agent Aunt May, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, not your average, uh, Spider-Man. She was more of like an Alfred. Yeah. More of an Alfred kind of thing, where she was like privy to all of Spider-Man's stuff. Yeah. And a reliable. I don't know. I assume that's somewhere in the comics too. Is that portrayal of Aunt May? I think that it, well, in specific universe, yeah. uh, she's definitely in most of them. You know, the damsel in distress that Peter Parker constantly has to say. Yeah, I'd be curious with what Aunt May does in MCU. Just how that character fleshes out. Yeah. Marissa Tomei. Because she has to find out at some point. And she did at the end of Homecoming. Oh, okay. Well, she, they, but they haven't. Have they addressed? They it? have not addressed. Okay, it. so that's. I'm sure that's how... I mean, I'm sure it has happened, but Peter Parker was on the school bus and aliens came. Yeah. Huh. That's kind of crazy. Do you think... Like, he's been snapped. He's been decimated. Do you think Aunt May is gonna, like, be looking for him? I mean, half the world is destroyed. Like, Do you think she got snapped? 
There's so many characters who could or could not be around. I'd say she's probably around just for the emotional punch of Peter him being Barker dead. Dying. Yeah. I don't know if she's been mentioned that she'll be in the movie. No. How much do you think Marissa Tomei is asking for for a like thirty second? Hopefully a lot. Marissa Tomei's great. <laughs> I watched my cousin Vinny recently. So good. Yeah. Holds up. What a great. What movie. a phenomenal movie. It was wacky, zany, a hell of a lot of fun. The youths. <laughs> the youths. That's my that's my review to put on the box. <laughs> wacky, zany, hell, hell of a lot of fun. fun. Um, and I think the conversation while he's in his dorm room, uh, webbed to the chair, uh, his father just talks, oh, we forgot the prowler. He kills the prowler wall after they meet Aunt May. Well, he doesn't kill him. The uncle. Sorry. Kingpin kills him. Yeah. Because both of them have a standoff and they don't know how to handle it. Yeah. And, uh, Kingpin shoots him because he's not doing his job. Yeah. Um, so... That was great, uh, and then the father comes over and has a very Pixar-esque revelatory, or not revelatory, just like emotional speech, yeah. father to son, which I thought was as good as son. as uh, Coco or any of those emotional scenes. I was mm-hmm. equally as grasped by this encounter. Huh. Um, we'll get to that after we review the film. Mm-hmm. Um and they end up in the final fight sequence where they're fighting Lady Doc Ock, as well as who has replaced the Prowler. There's another villain in there that they're all fighting. And Kingpin, obviously. They're fighting Kingpin. Yeah. Um, you I mean, just saw this zombie yesterday. guy with the guns. Is the oh, word. yeah. Uh, Tombstone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's there. They're all duking it out in a really great fight sequence. Like, mm-hmm. the animation here was really great. I like all the Spider-Men using yeah. their unique powers. That was a lot of fun. Um, the camera moves, too. Like, yeah. the CGI, you can do such nuts camera moves because you don't have to rig it up to anything. It's just, you know. <laughs> yeah. You get it, to design I, where yeah. you want it. So you can do some really crazy stuff, which they definitely took advantage of. Yes. They absolutely did. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, as you mentioned, they all get back into their unique universes and uh, Miles Morales and uh, Peter B. Parker have the emotional uh, another Mm -hmm. great scene where he's like what if I can't do this and then there's the emotional pull next where uh, Miles Morales' dad cheers on Spider-Man where before he didn't like Spider-Man and he's still hesitant of Spider-Man but But he is more open to Spider-Man Yeah, and that's kind of just like I think that's a good metaphor for just teenagers growing up like you're kind of like Everybody hates me. Like, mom and dad probably hate me. And mm. I'm doing annoying stuff, but I'm just being me growing up, and mom and dad are constantly mm. yelling at me. And the dad hates Spider-Man because he doesn't understand yes, Spider-Man. exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, I think that was brilliant. Yeah. Um, so I like these characters a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, they end up in their separate universes. And Gwen's, Spider-Gwen messages... Miles Morales at the end of the movie, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can still keep in touch and they can all come together whenever need be. Yeah. And uh, Peter B. Parker goes after Mary Jane, and mm-hmm. etc. We don't know what noir Spider-Man is up to. No. P- post. We don't really get... We don't know. They're, they're really the three... So there's like the three Spider-Man who we know their story. Spider-Man. And then there's like the additional crew who mm-hmm. don't have any sort of like... Narrative. Like, there's no growth in Peter Porker. Yes, unfortunately. Which, like, you could have done something silly and yeah. still had him grow or something. Like, there's he could have had something missing in his own universe. 
you know, yeah. I, I mean, nothing springs to mind. But if you give me months and you know millions of dollars to make a movie, maybe I could come up with something. Maybe just I will. to give them something a slightly more interesting. I think they will make. And same movies. same as noir and uh, mm-hmm. uh, Penny anime Spider Man. Yeah, Penny Parker, I think. Penny Parker. Though, um, well, her dad died. I mean, they did go through like yeah, they went through the origins, but were, not really. Not whatever their current conflict is. Where where Peter B. Yeah. Parker has a current. I think conflict. it showed all of them like in their own universes, like, but they weren't really. It was just like her sitting on a building with a new robot or whatever. Yeah, not really. No conflict. Um, yeah, that was my. I guess that was. If there's one thing that bugged me a little bit was how glib they were with those three characters. Compared. I mean, I mean there's like, you so know, many spider verses. Yeah, I mean, really this need. movie did feel super packed, so I don't think yeah. there's like room to add it necessarily without just making more movie. Yeah, which you probably don't want to do, especially with an animation that's complicated <laughs> and expensive. Do you think this was an appropriate length of film? Yeah, I was. I was pretty thoroughly engaged. I would say so. Like I already mentioned this, but at the beginning, I was like, this pace is a little fast, mm-hmm. just because they're trying to like they're trying to get to where they can tell a reasonably paced story, and the only way they could do that was basically by rushing through the first. Yes. 10 minutes or yeah. so and once you get into it like you're in it yeah but that, that worried me a little bit i was just like yeah this seems kind of like it worried you even though it has like a 98 percent fresh tomato sure <sighs> how <laughs> <laughs> but yeah now once it settled down it was it was very entertaining okay but I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't say it's better than most. Okay. So well, now, I might say it's better than most Pixar that's movies. That's what I'm saying. But I, I don't think it's better than every Pixar movie. But now one. we're gonna go through all of the Pixar films. And you want me to just say? And I want you to say better? why you don't think it's better exactly. Toy Story, I think, is better. I'm gonna find them because you're not gonna remember. Because that has more characters that are more fleshed out. Um, I don't. Toy Story one. Yeah. Um, no. It's 80 minutes. Plus the songs. Great songs in that. Songs are fine. Did you like the soundtrack here? Yeah. Yeah? I thought it was pretty good. It was very, very appropriate. It's no Randy Newman. <laughs> uh, you got me there. That is true. <laughs> All right. It's a nice uh, one. So how do you think this Toy Story is better? Uh, the, I mean... It's the CGI is so old. Yes. They're just like comparing animation to animation is like comparing black and white to color and being like, well, this movie was so much more vibrant. It's like, well, yeah, <laughs> it's like they had better stuff. Like the technology gap is insane. 25 years. Yeah. But so, I, I also think. So you're saying animation is better in Spider-Verse. Yes. Okay. So that's a point but for me. Only um, because of the time, not because of the, I'd say. A win's say a win's a win. Relative to the computers at the time. Yes. That animation was more impressive because that was like the first time that's ever been done. I don't think so. It, that's like the equivalent of like everyone had like, you know, they'd seen paintings and they see like, you know, rocks. And then you're like, uh, here's a movie. And they're just like, oh, well, shit. My problem with Toy Story is just like once they're in Sid's house, <laughs> I'm kind of just like bored for 30 minutes. No, I, I don't like the, Spider-Man or not sorry, not Spider. Buzz Lightyear doesn't want to be Buzz Lightyear. That's my least favorite trope. But he's going through like an existential crisis where he realizes he's not a man, he's <laughs> in fact a, a little plastic guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of bored by that. I find that interesting. Really? Yeah. I like the end of it, the beginning, the yeah, I don't know. Toy Story 1 I like Spider-Verse better. I got So what's the ratio? Uh, if we were to compare it to the Stan Lee uh, bracket, how many eggs are you putting in this basket? Uh, in the toys, you have ten eggs. Seven. 
You're putting seven eggs in the Toy Story basket. Yeah. Seven eggs? Yeah. Not even six. I, I think if you have to, if you take it into cultural context and stuff, I'm just saying movies, you don't need cultural context. I'm just movie But that's movie. part of it. All I right. can't enjoy a movie outside of a cultural context because I live within the culture. The movie <laughs> exists within it. Okay. So what is, what is Toy Story's cultural significance? It was the first major CGI release. <laughs> if, if it wasn't for Toy Story, there would be no Spider-Man at all. Every every true. CGI movie flows in the wake of Toy Story. This is the first one. Yeah. Mm, what about uh, there? There's probably like a, a couple of scenes here and there in other movies that use CGI as like a crutch to help animate stuff mm -hmm. before then. But there was no full feature length animated CGI film prior to that. Yeah, I don't know. I think. It's a great movie, obviously, but... Okay, we're spending way too long on one. If we're <laughs> all right, okay, all right. So seven let's, to three. Seven to three around. eggs. Seven to three I'm not going to do eggs for all of me. I know, I know. I'm just... But most of them are going to be less good than Spider-Verse. No. So we only have to do... What do you mean, no? You like Bug's Life more than Spider-Verse. Oh, I do really like Bug's Why? Life. Why do you like a Bug's Life? Mm. This is one of my least favorite Pixar movies. Yeah, I'll definitely say this one probably doesn't hold up no, as well. It doesn't. Kevin Spacey's in it. You can't like it. <laughs> well, Woody Allen's in the other one, in Ants. So I That's can't not that Pixar. Either. I know. <laughs> but yes. You, I, I think I thought they made two Ant movies in <laughs> yes, like a year. <laughs> I did. Yeah. DreamWorks. Uh, Pepsi to Pixar's Coke, as you call them. Yeah, it's, it's probably a better movie than Bugs Life. Okay. Toy Story 2. Probably better than Toy Story 2. Agreed. I don't like Toy Story 2 as much. Monsters, Inc. I like Monsters, Inc. better. Than Spider-Verse? Yeah. Why? The emotional pull between Boo and Sully is pretty good. But Boo good. can't even talk. I know, which goes to show how good of a filmmaking it is. It's a great film, don't get me wrong, but yeah. there's zero Spider-Verses in it. Okay, so let's keep going. Well, how many eggs are you putting in the basket? Uh, yeah, do I have to do this every, <laughs> every time, time you like a movie better? Yes. Uh, probably like six to four. So you like Toy Story 1 better than Monsters, Inc.? Uh, probably, yeah. Interesting. And I definitely think it's a more important movie than Monsters, Inc. I think... And I think the songs are better. I think... Wait, is, isn't Randy Newman do Monster Sing? Yeah, he did, but the songs just aren't as good. Well, that's true. The yeah. first is... I think but definitely the best songs, like, because the... There is a... What's that one from Monster Sing? Da -da 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 -da, you got a friend da -da 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 -da. in me. You got a friend. Okay, so we'll just not try to figure <laughs> it out. Uh, so it's close. Yeah. Between Monster Sing and Spider-Verse. Okay. Finding Nemo. Uh, I like that one a lot. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a very good one. Yeah. Is so it better than Spider-Verse, though? Yeah. Uh, I think, so what I think has happened here mm -hmm. is you, this is just like, it's a combo wombo for you. You mean oh, a wombo combo? No. <laughs> uh, and so it's just superheroes yes. plus animated. So how is there any way that just animated can stand but up But it's not that? only both of those two things. Those are facets. But it's also, it has all the emotional appeal of a Pixar film. It I think has, it has slightly less in general. That speech where the father is in the dorm talking to his son yeah. through the door and he doesn't say but anything But also, it, it's, it comes in the wake of all these Pixar movies. So you're saying it copied? But this was such a unique relationship. I mean, there's been disappointed fathers who didn't understand their sons before. Not in a cartoon. Definitely. Never. Name one. 
Uh, Coco? <laughs> That's not how that movie goes. Yeah, the dad thinks wants the son to be a shoemaker and the son wants to be a musician. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly how that goes. <laughs> but his son doesn't... Or wait, but is his father okay with guitar at the end? No! Well, um, by the end, yes. By the end, he is. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. I'm just saying that, like, like the emotionally intelligent CGI animated movies yes. were a thing that existed when Spider-Verse was made. Correct. But when you go back to Toy Story or even Monsters, Inc. or something, mm-hmm. that wasn't really a thing. Like, you had other animated movies that were pretty emotional and stuff, but, like, Pixar took it to a new level of sincerity and stuff with some sure. of these films that I think you doing it in its wake. Like, cause, I don't know, there's, there's a... There's actually... Oh, this is this was referenced in the book that I was talking about okay. earlier. There's uh, a whole speech from one of the, the characters who's like, "What what's what's about or like what gives a person value?" Because mm-hmm. like uh, if someone discovers like a theory or whatever, yeah, and they discover it independent of everyone, but someone else discovered it ten years before, mm-hmm. they both had the same amount of cleverness to do it, but only one person gets rewarded or remembered for it. Sure. So the novelty of doing something first is almost just as important as whatever the thing, the quality is that. Uh, separates the work from you know previous works like even if they both do it so Spider-Man I, I'll say it, it did the emotional stuff very well mm-hmm. but it did them after all these other things did it where you can just take that example and you know refast it and fit it to your movie I don't I don't think they copied Coco though if that's what you're insinuating no Okay. I'm just saying that it's it's in the Simpsons. Did it's in it the first, story kind of. making vocabulary. Like it's in the the storytelling vocabulary. It's like in vogue. It's okay. fashionable to make a movie like this, and they did do it well. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It wasn't barrier breaking. It wasn't surprising in almost any way. So of the movies, but I feel like that's Homecoming and mm-hmm. which you really loved. Mm-hmm. Well, that, but that that's that was surprising for MCU. Mm-hmm. So that's really the only barrier that it broke for you. Yes. It <laughs> the was, MCU barrier. Uh-huh. Uh, and you liked Last Jedi a lot. Did yeah. that break the Star Wars barrier? Mm. Was that no new ground? I would say visually that had some new ground. I think that was the thing that I liked the most about that movie. It was just, it was so visually striking. Like the, the blood red sand underneath the white. Mm-hmm. Sand, or just you know, the, of course the yes, Star Destroyer doing that thing. Yeah. Like it was just like it had such a scale to it. Yes, and I people are still complaining and butthurt about that movie. Yeah, but why? It was, I, yeah, I so good. They, people are really butthurt about that. I don't understand. Some people that just at all. don't like enjoying things, <laughs> and they also are like they got old and like they have the image of the movie but, like like they're like oh when i was 12 watching the star wars movie that was great and then i grew up and i got cynical and old and i watched a movie and it just wasn't as good because my brain was not only as that i found to i have the same amount of people who don't like the new trilogy versus the old as i do people who love 7 and hate 8 i don't understand that yeah how do you love 7 and well, not cuz the the thing that i i I wouldn't say I dislike Seven. Yeah. But it was kind of like, it, it reminded me of like an MCU movie where it was just so safe, it was almost nothing. Like it had, there had very few things interesting about it. But I, I do also, there's a podcast I listen to mm-hmm. where. Marvel the, sucks versus no, it doesn't. Uh, Hello Internet. Oh, okay. Um, and they're like, I generally like their opinions on like, you know, movies or stuff, like when they bring them up, I'm like, oh, okay. And mm-hmm. they were one of the people that like were hating Last Jedi. And yeah. I was just like, 
I don't get this at all yeah. from this. Like, it, it's just... It's so good. It, it dared to be slightly interesting. And maybe it didn't do things that you wanted it to do, but it was at least doing things. Yeah. Whereas, like, Seven was just like... It was like, okay, we're very carefully wading in the waters because we don't want to piss anyone off. <laughs> Which we're they already did. Star Wars, mm-hmm. and it's like exactly like four. Uh huh. So if you liked four, this will be safe. And like, like, do people? Did people want more of that? I mean, I just, loved it. I love seven. Yeah, I loved eight. Yeah. I want nine to be also different from those two, even though I can't imagine that's the case. Yeah. With J.J. Abrams, who has literally never finished a story before. Yeah. Uh, unless we're talking about whatever. Um, what was that show he did? Lost? No, he did. He did five, Lost for six episodes, and then he's like, finish this. I've given you a smoke monster, a crazy <laughs> island. You figure out how this goes. And mm-hmm. they made six seasons of it. Yeah, and they did. He just loves the mystery box. He loves yeah. like giving a mystery or creating a mystery, and then, I don't know how to figure this out. This is just a great foundation for a mystery. <laughs> so I'm so curious how he wraps up this yeah. trilogy. Anyway, you like him finding Nemo more than yeah. this? You like what The Incredibles? No, I like this better than The Incredibles. Do you like Cars better than Spider-Verse? No. Do you like Ratatouille better than Spider-Verse? Mm, I like Ratatouille. Not one of my favorite Pixar's, but I don't... I, that's, it, I never really saw it as a kid. I only saw it as, as an, an adult. adult. And that's... That's a bad time to view Pixar movies, unless they're Coco. I do really like out. the setting of that. Like, a kitchen? Well, and the music. No, like Paris. I oh. just think that's a fun setting for a Pixar movie. Sure. And I like the score a lot, but the story, not as much. So I guess I'll give it to Spider-Verse. All right. Wally. Wally. Why? Absolutely Wally. I, I, Wally's probably one of my least favorites. I, what do you love about Wally? The, the kind of silent movie aspect of it, I like a lot. That's probably what I didn't like about it. Yeah. Yeah. Where was the dialogue? Yeah, Aaron nothing. Sorkin needs to fix that movie. <laughs> um, up. Mm, again, Up is not one. I saw that kind of later. I don't know. At this point, we're just getting older watching them for the first time. <laughs> that is true. In 09, you were not a child. Exactly. Uh, I have no strong feelings for Up, really. I like the the opening, I definitely think, yeah. was a stronger emotional pull than anything in Spider-Verse. But the rest of the movie, while good, I just it didn't make as big of an impression on me. Okay. A Toy Story 3. Uh, I'll put that over Spider-Verse. That one, you might have an argument. Yeah. Because that did pull on a lot of emotional heartstrings. Great, compelling story. Good character. Well, and just the timing for us. Of like, that was like literally right the year we, we were to leaving college. to college. Yeah. yeah. Very. They planned that. <laughs> they knew. <laughs> well, no matter when you make a movie about people going to college, there's going to be a group of people going to college. Oh, they knew it. <laughs> they were. That was very smart of them. Uh, Cars 2. Yeah, definitely better. Than Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse is definitely oh, better okay. than Oh, okay. Thank too. God. All right. Brave. I haven't seen it. Okay. Uh, Spider-Verse is better. Take my word for it. Monsters University. I haven't seen it. Really? Yeah. Oh, Spider-Verse is better. Sure. Inside uh, Out. Definitely Inside Out. I will give Inside Out over mm-hmm. Spider-Verse. The Good Dinosaur. I haven't seen it. It's not as good as Spider-Verse. Uh, Finding Dory. Uh, that was kind of a mixed bag. Yeah. Spider-Verse wasn't, though. Uh, yeah, I'd put Spider-Verse over it. All right. Coco. Coco. Even though there is that falling action yeah. this week. And Spider-Verse has There's, there's enough of it that I enjoy. That, okay. That it definitely, and the visuals, mm-hmm. like, uh, talking out, talk about other groundbreaking animation. Like, yeah. when you first get to the city and it's just like, yeah. the vis- oh. 
It's just crazy. Very good. Uh, I, you can have that one. So I, I think I put like what five or six movies above it. I am Incredibles two. You forgot. Um, I like this better. All right. So let's count. So I think it's five. You said Toy Story, Toy Story, or you didn't say two. But Monsters Inc., Finding Nemo, uh, Wall-E, Toy Story three. Uh, Inside Out. So seven. Oh, and you didn't say Cars three. We skipped Cars three. Yeah, obviously not. Okay. Cars 3. Uh, and yeah, so seven. Okay. So that that puts it kind of above most Pixar movies. Yeah, but not in not top five Pixar one. movies yeah, almost. Not, but not top. Five. So you're saying I'm a liar. No, I'm just saying I disagree with how highly you rated this. Uh, did you not? All right, so let's Ugh. let's break it down. What is your Avengers rating? So animation, fantastic story, entertaining the whole way through. Uh, his costume was also I really like his costume. Yeah. Once he he designed that. Yeah. Or just stole it from Aunt May's basement. I I'd say none of my things my. The things I'm docking points for, mm-hmm. it's like, there's there's kind of like a, the way I, I score movies is like, yes. there are things you can do to lose points, mm-hmm. but there are also things that are like above and beyond expectation that gain you points. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if a movie does nothing wrong, it gets like an 85. Okay. Like, because it's like, it's super solid and yeah. it's just like, it's good. Sure. But then those last 15 points, you have to make, you, you have to be excellent to get, mm-hmm. like you have to be. Above and beyond. Yeah. You have to be like. Like Infinity War. Something I've never seen or something. Like Infinity War. Not like Infinity War. <laughs> but you have to, you have to be exceptional somehow. Anyway, I think this is something like a, probably like an 88. Which is how many Avengers? Let's see. Five and a half? No, it's about, I think it's like five out of six. Is that 88? Five out of six would be... No, it's five and a half because it's 12. Wait, no, you're right. It should be... Do the math. You love math. One that's something that's been established. 15% roughly. So that's about me giving it an 85. It's five out of five, six. Five out of six. But you're giving it an 88. Well, I'm, I mean, it's rough. So you're giving it like five and a third adventure. I'm going to give it a five. So you liked this movie as much as Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. And Black Panther. Yeah. Okay. And, I'd and say more than Infinity kidding. War. Yes. Madness. <laughs> um, well, I believe that's all we have to discuss, unless you have any other uh, no. film stuff to talk about. Nope. We're, we're, it's, I know it's been a long time. You've been patiently waiting. Captain Marvel will be out in three months. Less than three months. <sighs> Could you imagine there was an eight-month period of time where we had no Marvel content? We wow. will look back on this period of our lives as the Great Depression. <laughs> our Great Depression. Yeah. Well, until then. Well, we'll probably <laughs> give, you some, musicals, we'll give you some music. We won't be talking to you. Some fresh comment content. Yeah. Oh, we might see something before Captain Marvel. Is anything coming out? Aquaman's out. I'm not seeing Aquaman. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> Even if someone gets you a ticket? Yeah, no way. You will not sit through it. I'm not going to sit you through You will Aquaman. never. No what? It's, 70, it's 75. That's not good enough. <laughs> what is you? What do you need it to that, that is in the That is in the ratio where it's failing to do some things. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's, I think it's just going to be stupid. I think it will be as good as Kong Skull Island, mm. which you said was entertaining. 
Yeah. <laughs> and I, you paid to see. I wouldn't watch it twice. You don't have to watch Aquaman twice. That's yeah. not something I'm asking. All about. right, I'm enjoyed. Peoples of Marvel sucked. <laughs> I'm Gade Weiberg, and nah, uh. <laughs>